It is impossible for you to look up and look down at the same time. It's either you're looking up to God, the author and the finisher of your faith, or you're looking down to man that has the ability to disappoint and fail you. Hallelujah. Are you ready this morning? You ready? How ready are you? Ah, look at someone by your side and say, are you ready? ready. Hallelujah. Look at the other person and say, I can't see you ready. <laughs> you have your writing materials. Ask your neighbor, do you have your writing materials? Do you have your Bible with you? <laughs> do you have your instrument of war? Hallelujah. Yes. If you have your Bible, lift your Bible up and say after me, say, this is my Bible. It is the Word of God. It is the infallible Word of God. In here is written concerning me, my destiny, all that God has made me to be. I believe in the Word of God, for it is the Word of life. It is food to my spirit. It is food to my soul. Word of God, have your way in my life. If you've said that and you believe it, let that amen be a thunderous one. Hallelujah. Straight up, I'm going to be speaking on the topic of caption, the golden charge. Praise God. The golden charge. How many of us are ready to be charged up? <laughs> Hallelujah. The golden charge. In a few weeks to come, we're going to be going into our fire conference. Praise God. It's a revival program, a revival meeting. We, we have great men of God that are going to be coming in to join us to heat the fire. Am I communicating? You know, when you hear the word, the golden church, you will notice that it's tried to describe that there are other charges, but this charge is more important. Praise God. There are charges that gives birth to other charges. And the charge that gives birth to other charges is this golden church. I mean, I want you to open up your spirit if you've never done that before try your best today and never to be distracted open up your spirit in no distance time i bet you and i promise you that i'm going to be done but i know that i'm going to be done before 6 p.m praise god i'm just kidding <laughs> amen so the golden church i want to let you know today that each time a person is given an assignment one of the things that comes into play is a charge a word charge a word charge is like it's like an information that has in place what it takes for you to fulfill 
fulfill your assignment. And also in the midst of the word charge, it is an, it, it is, it is an information that constitutes every activity that could make you succeed or make you to fail. Because there are two things that you cannot avoid here on earth. is either you are a successful person or you are a failure. Praise God. And it is all about the mind and the mindset of everyone. That's why Paul said that, that your mind be renewed. You have to work it hard. It's not just to confess the word of God over your life. Uh, if, if your mind is not yet renewed, you will be like a seed that everybody expects to become fruitful, but because the seed was not yet planted on a soil, on a fruitful ground, it is placed on a rocky ground, so therefore the fruit will not be able to function because it's not placed in the right place. So your mind needs to be placed in the right place so you can experience some level and high level and high altitude of success praise god put these things into heart and you never experience failure proverbs chapter 4 verse 20 let's look at proverbs chapter 4 verse 20 proverbs 4 verse 20 media team you're going to walk with me very fast proverbs 4 proverbs chapter 4 Verse 20. He said, My son, attend to my words and incline thy ears unto my saying. Attend to my words and incline thy ear to my saying. Number one, you got to attend, pay attention. The word attend there is translated to pay attention, to focus, to put your eyes on what. God, it's saying, and it's saying, incline the ears. Praise God. There are people that are focusing, but their ears are not inclined. Am I talking to somebody? There are also people that their ears are inclined. They hear everything you say, but they are not attentive enough to carry it to the next height. When you say God said to you to do a thing, it simply means you have heard. The Bible said God was speaking. He said, once have I spoken, twice have you heard that all powers in heavens and on earth belongs to the Lord. Now, when you hear the word of God or the attention or the, 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 the instructions of God, it simply means that the next thing you do is to give what you have heard attention. The level of attention you give to a matter that concerns you will determine your level of success. The reason why many are not succeeding even in the church is because they fail to give attention to what they have heard. The Bible said, don't just be hearers alone, but be doers of the word. You cannot be coming to church from year to year, joining in the fasting that everyone is doing and everybody is testifying and yours looks like you're quarreling with God or the angel at the gate. Sometimes people ask questions. They pass the ball, what am I doing wrong? 
I come to church. Coming to church does not guarantee you anything. After all, the devil also comes to church. Am I talking to somebody? Having your church name, the emblem of your church on your forehead does not guarantee you heaven. Identifying yourself as a member of a denomination does not guarantee you anything. What guarantees you your breakthrough in life is your level of attentiveness is your level of focus is your level of connectivity that's why some of us we pray we are not attentive enough to hear after we pray we just pray and get up as if god is our house boy or helper or, or i don't know you take god like your hitman You just go down on your knees. Father, in the name of Jesus. Because they tell you pray in the name of Jesus. So in the name of Jesus, I command. Who are you commanding? I command. Let this thing be done. Let that be done. Let this be done. In Jesus' name, I decree. Amen. You get up. Wonderful. Prayer is a two-way communication, not a one-way traffic. When you pray, wait and hear. The Bible says that I will wait and hear what the Lord will say unto me. When the prophet was hired to curse the children of Israel, he told the king, he said, listen, prepare everything you have to do. I will go up to the mountain. Paraventure, I will hear what the Lord will say unto me. People of God, God is this saying something. The problem is that the church has stopped hearing. They are no longer hearing the instructions of God. But they are following the instructions of men. Ah, am I talking to somebody? When you focus your heart on the word of God, he will direct your path. David understood this. He said, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I may not sin against thee. The reason why you struggle in and out is because the word of God is not in your heart. It's because you, it is not rooted in you. When you become a rooted believer with the word of God, you will definitely become a rugged believer. understand me today everything about about you and all you need comes from attention the book of proverbs say my son talking about you and i say attend to my words not just word my words so you don't listen to God today and tomorrow you assume principle of all things. You don't listen to God today and tomorrow you say, no, I will do what he told me yesterday. That's where we are missing it. The Bible said the steadfastness of the Lord are renewed every morning. God may ask you to go these routes today. By tomorrow morning because you've prayed and you're hacking and you put your ears down to hear what he's going to say to you. He will say to you, son, don't go this route. Go this other route. 
when you fail to follow instruction you will face destruction show me a man that struggles to to, to attend to instruction i will show you a man that will always face destructions in his in his goings everything about him will always be going up and down in the success and the school of success of god there is no up and down mysteries god does not bless you like uh, between u.s currency and canadian currency that goes that fluctuates the blessings of god do not fluctuate it is steady the blessings of god as a matter of fact moves in a crescendo level you know what a crescendo level is when you watch the aircraft taking off they take off in the crescendo way am i communicating with somebody you are permitted to begin small but you are not permitted to remain small so 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 the bible said that 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 days of the little beginning do not despise it that you have two thousand dollars to start up a business start with two thousand dollars attention instruction avoiding destruction i understand about your need for to become a millionaire to become somebody that is so great in life but every greatness started from somewhere every greatness starts from somewhere before you became a man or a mature person you were first of all born and you were a baby growth nature must take its place don't always want to jump from point one to point hundred. You will miss experiences in life. I am glad that I'm going through my face. It is called a face. Men, men, life is in faces. Men are in sizes. We all have our phase of life. Don't be scared of it. You may be in the phase of you struggling with your rent money. No problem. Give God thanks. Because a time will come when you will want to struggle to get it. God will say no. Enjoy every phase of life because you may not have it again. Whether be it, be it struggling phase that you are experiencing. Allow yourself to go through the process. The Bible said the child was in the wilderness until the time of his showing forth. Child of God, there is time for everything. And the Bible said, time and chance happeneth to them all. You have your time, I have my time. There is always a time for us to shine. There is a time for us also to wait on the Lord. There is a time for us also to hear what the Lord will say unto us attention is needed look at your neighbor and say my neighbor i love you but your attention is needed look at some other person and say my neighbor you know i love you 
but don't be distracted your attention is needed when you give attention to a thing you command attraction God has given you a vision thank God praise God stop shouting about it here and there sit down and give it attention in the place of attention the Greek word is that you are brooding over a thing you are sitting on it that's why the mother hen when she lays her eggs she always have a time she goes on the eggs and she broods over the eggs she is paying attention to the eggs pay attention to what God has given to you some of us we are paying attention to other people's gifts that's why we will not attract anything in life and nothing will answer to us no man is born empty every man has something inside of them don't tell me pastor I don't know what to do it's a fat lie from the pit of hell there is something in you don't come and tell me pastor I think God doesn't love me that is a lie for the Bible said he will bless the works of your hand not he will give you things to fill your hands no whatever your hand find to do the Bible said do it well if God has given you the gift as a hairdresser someone that has the capability to run a hair saloon child of God give it attention prayer is not everything wait let me explain before you stone me prayer is not everything as a matter of fact prayer is not the only key prayer is one of the keys that unlock the doors if you don't work hard if you don't go out and put your hand out to walk you will spend the rest of your life clapping and saying hallelujah for others when they give their testimony in church when somebody's giving them somebody oh i thank god for that brother oh i thank god for that as you're thanking god for the sister god is thanking god also on behalf of them telling you also i thank god also for them Poverty is an orphan. Nobody associates with poverty. Hello? But the only thing that would distinguish you is hearing. Some of us indeed need to ask the Holy Spirit to poke our eardrum and open it. Just choke it and let it just bleed once so it will be open. Has your ear ever bled? Do you know what bleeds the ears? Do you know what bleeds the ears? Truth. Truth pains the ear. That's why Paul was speaking. He said, A time will come when they will not give ear to sound doctrines. 
Am I complicating somebody? They will not give attention to sound doctrines. They will by themselves heap upon themselves teachers that will tell them what they want to hear, not what God wants them to hear. Let your ears bleed. The bleeding of your ears. Though it's painful, but we guarantee you the greater heights. When God was entering into the next level of covenant with Abraham, Abraham was a matured old man when God told him, you have to circumcise yourself. He had to bleed himself. And everyone born in his house at a mature age had to bleed. Christianity is not a gathering of lazy men and women. Christianity is a place for productive men and women. Even if you come in lazy, because your ears have bled, you will be able to become productive because now you now listen. And I will tell you something. There is no truth, truth, or truthest. There is no big truth and small truth. Truth is truth. No matter how you say it, truth is truth. For every greatness, there is an instruction attached to it. The reason why some of us, we miss our prophetic mandate upon our head is because we get so excited over the prophecy when it comes. And I've told you before that prophecy has two cardinal points, point A and point B. The point B comes before the point A. The point B talks about the, the, the loving activities. Oh, you shall be great and you get excited. Oh, greatness is before you and you are happy. But by the time the pastor starts telling you what to do to get to that place, by that time you become so excited and tickled. You didn't listen to the instruction. So if you fail to hearken to the instruction, the prophecy will just be over your head and be hanging. Because in the realm of the spirit, you need to go through point A before B. But when it is being told you, point B comes first before A. That's why when I'm prophesying to somebody, you're falling into the realm of the spirit, I'll, I'll wake you and say, come back. Hear it very well. Am I communicating? Don't go into the Holy Spirit. There is no need. Don't fall under the anointing. No need. God is passing a high-valued information. You need to listen. My son, pay attention to my words. You need to listen. I was speaking to a lady. And every word I speak, she will shout, Oh, Jesus! She will fall under the anointing. I, I say, I will say, please bring her up. You bring her up. I say, so the Lord said to tell you, and immediately it tickles her. She will shout, oh, Jesus, she will fall under the and sleep. The third time I told her, I said, listen, you better stand. We don't have all day. 
I said, don't, she want to fall again the third time. I held her. I said, hey, hey, open your eyes. Come back. For every success, there are things you do that brings you to that result. And for every failure, there are things you do that brings you to that point. So you have to decide what is it that you are doing that is not connecting very well. Listen, you may be praying, God may have answered you. But because maybe you are failing to get up in the morning early. That is one challenge I found out with North America. Praise God. They don't wake up early. They are not early risers. It's only those that are mandated because they are walking under somebody. And they know if they don't come early, one or twice, two, they will be fired. So because they are afraid that they, they, they will be fired, that's why you see them wake up and start running every 5A to go to work. That's not discipline. Don't your neighbor say that's not discipline. Any man that sleeps more than eight hours a day, I don't see how that person is going to succeed. Praise God. The Bible says, do not love sleep. Sleep is good, but don't love, don't be a lover of sleep. Don't give your eyelids to sleep every time you're sleeping. Immediately you get into the bus. The boss just move a little bit. Oh, you're gone. That's why when you go in for interview, you go in, maybe the place is hot. You're complaining, hell, oh, don't you guys have air condition here? And they say, oh, okay, fine, we have. Immediately they turn it on. Oh, you're going. And you are there for interview. And by the time they wake you, you went there. By, you have an appointment for 12. And you were in the reception sleeping till 4. The office is closed. Receptionist is waking you and say, Sir, please, it's time to go. We are locking up. Oh, really? But I came for interview. The interview is done long ago. Oh, you didn't wake me up. Sir, it's not my duty to wake you up. And you now come to church. Put the frustration on pastor and on God. Pastor, I don't understand what is happening here. No, tell us the truth of what happened when you are there in the place of assignment. We got to tell ourselves the truth. If it's not working, let's know. If the, 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 the knife you're using to cut the tree is not sharp or the, the person cutting does not know how to cut. Are you there with me? There are instructions for you to get to a place of greatness. There was a man called Apostle Paul. Praise God in the New Testament. Apostle Paul speaking to his spiritual son Timothy in, in the book of 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 1 to 7. 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 1 to 7. He started giving Timothy instructions. By this time the ministry of Paul is about to round up. But Paul decided that he has to give Timothy, his spiritual son, instructions of how to be a better and effective minister. 
He said, Thou therefore, my son, be strong in, in what? In the grace that is in Christ. Child of God, you have to be strong in the grace that is in Christ. Verse number two, go ahead. And the what? The things that thou hast heard. Are you seeing the hearing there? You have to hear something. The things that thou hast heard of me amongst many witnesses, the same commit thou to what? Faithful men, instruction. Praise God. Who shall be able to teach others too? So you have a trans transmission of vision. I tell you, if you're a company owner, and the company is just all about you and you alone, you are not a good visionaire. Any vision you, you outlive the vision is not a vision from God. The vision must outlive you. You know why? Because you'll be able to transmit this vision, hand the button over. That's why you see some great ministries with effective senior pastor, with effective general overseer, but immediately the man dies. Everything dies. Why? Because the vision has not been translated to others. You can't be a successful person when you are building. Buildings does not make you a successful person or a successful pastor. It is the building man that makes you successful. There are many churches today, they are having big projects to build buildings that will finally be destroyed. But when you check inside of the congregation, men are not built. Disciples are not raised. But that is the cardinal point why we are called to raise disciples, to disciple men and make them missionaries and make them, guide them. So Paul started giving Timothy instruction, verse 3, verse 3 of, the, of that scripture. Thou therefore endure hardness. Some of us, we hate hardness. We, we, we are not hard. Our skin is too baby-like. Anything that touches you, you're shouting, hey, hey, hey. You are not, you can't even endure common heat. Just little mosquito that poke you. You are sick. As little as mosquito. Your whole body is red. When they ask you what happened, you say, Pastor, mosquito just poked me here and your face is big. So if, if lion should bite you, then what will happen? You have to endure hardness. A hard believer, a hardcore believer. Don't always want wanting to chicken out any little thing. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Thank God for people like us. <laughs> we rejoice even when the storm is there. You are not saying that amen like you're sure. When the storm, <laughs> you know, you know. There was, there was something that happened when Saul became the king in Israel. 
in the book of first samuel the bible said that 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 there was a particular tribe that was in distress and they came to Saul and asked Saul and said please can you help us and the bible said something that Saul said to them that when the sun be hot help shall come from above if i'm to interpret that it, it simply means when the situation becomes overwhelming that's when you will get help when the sun be hot help shall come huh. say in your hardness as a good word soldier of jesus christ preachers all over in your hardness the golden charge i'm giving you the golden charge today in your hardness for the fact that you, you have you have bills coming up does not mean you now lose faith in christ over what a thousand five hundred dollars what about if that you are owing fifteen hundred what about people owe you 15 million? They are still sleeping very well. You, 1,500. Your liver is cutting. Do you know that Canada also is in debt? Almighty US, they are also indebted. There, there is de debt running everywhere. So don't kill yourself because you couldn't get it as of that time endure hardness as a true soldier of Christ that they tell you fast that one is another case of his own okay we are fasting six to six and you woke up in the morning. In fact, is the is the I don't know if you have warm inside of you. Is those worms that will wake you up by 4 a.m. They will knock on your door and say, Guy, what's up? We need food. Belly for the food. I tell you, just say by tomorrow, I'm fasting. Make the decision tonight. By you won't sleep away. Because everything about you is fighting you not to succeed. Don't help it. Don't assist it. Fight back as a hard soldier. Don't sit down and cry. What are you crying for? If life beats you, beat life back. Life punch you, punch life back. Be a fighter. Don't give up on anything. The only time you give up is, the only time you'll be defeated is when you give up on yourself. If Not even when people give up on you. People may give up on you. That is people. God doesn't give up on you. But you are the one with the final say. The day you say it is over, it becomes over. Jesus was hung on the cross and he never died. Immediately he said it is finished. Then he died. You are the one to declare it. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. 
we are fasting. Right? You're up by 4 a.m. And you just want to pass maga a little bit. You go down your knees and say, let me turn this two, three hours before I go to work to prayers. Uh, you only prayed for 30 minutes. And the devil starts reminding you of the fast food you normally love to go to. And by 5 a.m., he will tell you, say, you know that Tim Hortons there, they run 24 hours. And you may try to push it a little bit to 10 in the morning. And you, before, because you are distracted, you don't have a hard skin to weather the storm. So you now change your prayer point from the original assignment to Lord in the name of Jesus I must finish this fast. <laughs> I can imagine what the angels that have been assigned to accompany you for that, those days of fast will be doing. They will be gossiping you. And woe be that you when angels start gossiping you. It's not a good one. And before you know it, you push it a little bit, 11 o'clock. You say, ah, ragabababababababa. God understands. You just tell them, give me one, Tim Hortons there, give me one farmer's wrap. And when you bite the thing, devour the thing down, you bet, and you say, Lord, you know I tried. This thing started from 4 a.m. <laughs> now we are 11 a.m. Tomorrow, I will do more. See, if you start it wrong, you will end it wrong. You got to be a hard soldier. You got to be dogged, steadfast. See, let me tell you, life will hit you down. That's the reality. I'm not coming to tell you lies or to tickle you so you'll be so happy. No, 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 no. I'm letting you know that life will hit you down at a point. But don't give up. Be like that boxer that he was knocked down. And they started counting. He looked at himself. He got up. Always learn to get up from where you've been knocked down. A failure is not the person that each time he falls, he stands up. No. For the fact that you always get up. The Bible said the wise man falleth seven times. And seven times he shall rise up back again. What do you think he's doing? He's training himself never to confine himself to the situation that he has found himself. What do you think he's doing? He's training himself to tell himself I'm not going to give up on myself. Even though men mock me and call me names that I'm, that I'm irresponsible, I'm, I'm focusless. Lord, you know that I'm struggling and I'm thriving every day. And every day by day, you keep pushing. The Bible said, though weeping may endure for a night, but joy certainly shall come in the morning. That scripture is not for those that gives up.
So if you are a party to those that is listening, they've given up. Don't be quoting that scripture because it won't work for you. Are you there? Give me the next verse. Give me the next verse. Are you there with me? Praise God. Give me the next verse. Go back to the scripture. Give me the next verse. Praise God. Timothy. Yeah. Praise God. In verse 4, it says, No man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life. If you must be a successful person, you have to distinguish the affairs of this life and the affairs that concerns you. The problem with some of us is that we put our mouth and our attention everywhere we see space. We are putting it. Even though the Bible says it is written concerning you, it's not everything that concerns you. Not everything you see, you give your attention to. Trudeau is having problem. Instead of it to focus by Monday on how you're going to go about your business, you are busy calling your friends. Do you know that Trudeau has done this? The, the Trudeau you're talking and gossiping about is busy succeeding, making his money. Ah, child of God, what is happening? Can you calculate how many minutes, how many hours you spend talking about people? Just turn that attention a little bit to yourself. Then, six months later, come and tell me what's happening. Some of us young men, we run up and down the news, browse about people that are busy making their money. You go into Spotify. I'm not saying it's wrong. But you, you give attention to people. Your attention is even generating money for them. Do you know that each time you click on Spotify or most of these artists and you play their song, they are making money off your data. Literal cash. Li oh boy. Physical money. These are people that have developed the content inside of them and they put it out there. You are indirectly buying without knowing it's not every artist that is on millions that does drugs no some of them is genuine money they are having what can you produce is the question don't entangle yourself with everything that he may please him who had chosen him to be a soldier. Praise God. The next verse. The next verse. Praise God. The next verse. The next verse. Praise God. Yeah. So, and if a man also strive for masteries, yet is not crowned, except he strive lawfully. Telling you also that it's not all things you involve yourself in. There are certain things that are good but are not lawful for you. For the fact that this brother A is doing it does not mean that you must do it. Figure out what God has called you to do. And when you do it, you will be successful. 
the problem with some of us is that we love so much the successes of others and we start you know you know molding ourselves into the success of others not knowing that we have what it takes to even be greater than that person give me the next verse the husband man that laborate are you seeing that you know sometimes when we quote this scripture we just say the husband man shall be the first particle no he said the husband man that laborate golden charge you must labor you are not saying amen now amen. okay you know truth i tell you you have to poke your ears let it bleed you must labor If you don't labor, what will be your testimony? What will be your testimony? That's why when people come to me and they say, oh, you know, God has blessed me. I don't want to know how much God has blessed you. Tell me what happened to you in your midst of getting blessed. If you cannot explain your blessing, how you move from one phase to another, then that blessing is not from God, it's fraud. You can't go and tiff up money from people and you come around and, and, and you just say, God has blessed me. No, you robbed people. That's why you can't explain it. Any, any source of blessing that you cannot tell of how you move from one face to the other, something is wrong with it. It needs to be investigated. That's why the Bible says, do not envy the rich. Don't envy them. I, I don't envy anybody. Hello? And I'm not in any race with anybody. I'm taking my time for crying out loud. There is no law against that to take your time. Take your time. So the husband man that laborate must. So after you labor, there will be a mandatory must of you being the first particle of the fruit. Do you know that 2021 is over? Uh, oh. Wonder your surprise. Ah, it's over. Anything you're doing, you cross June, July. At that point, is the benediction we are sharing. You know, there are some people, they are professional procrastinators. I shall. I will. Someday. <laughs> Soon. Later. Maybe professional procrastinators. You would have been blessed long ago. You are the one procrastinating your blessings. Arise and shine. For the light is come. The glory of the Lord is risen upon you. But you must first of all arise. Don't be shying away from responsibility. 
just like this church. Praise God. Some may not be proud to associate with us now because we are in our face. And I'm not worried. I'm not worried. There was a time where we were not at this face. When we were at the other side. Some also never wanted to associate. Some said that the ministry is going to fail. But thank God for the ego eye. We were focused. Our eyes was placed on the cross. Not on the crossroad. <laughs> There's a difference between the cross and the crossroad. We are not mindful of the truck coming to hit us. But our eyes is, on, is placed on the cross. We are not mindful of what men are saying. Our eyes is placed on the cross. The only way you deal with critics is to answer them through results. That's all. Don't answer critics and do not try to defend yourself. It is useless. Answer critics via results. People say as a woman that you can't put to bed. Answer them by taking it. Praise God. And when it's time for the child dedication, send them invitation to come. And when they come, make sure, you know, by then, every part of you is still blown up. Make sure you go to them. And walk around there like this. Make sure you carry your baby. If the baby doesn't want to cry, pinch the baby a little bit. Let the baby cry. You answer critics through results. The time they are spending criticizing you, you spend that time talking to your maker. That's why when, when people run their mouths about me, I always tell you, I say, don't say a word. Don't defend me. Don't defend me. What would you want to say? Eh, no, my pastor is a good man. Eh, no, my pastor is not. No, my pastor, you are wasting your time. That, that precious breath, you should pray that God should bring more souls to the church. Don't. It's of no use. You know why they call them backbiters? They are behind. The place of backbiters is always behind. And what the Paul said, he said, forgetting those things that are behind me. Let's see something in Philippians. Philippians. Philippians chapter 3. I won't end this message today. I'm going to continue it next week Sunday. Praise God. Because I have a lot to download to you. Philippians. Philippians chapter 3 verse 13. Philippians chapter 3 verse 13. Kiparoski dabahad darabaliko dobaharishka. Philippians chapter 3 verse number 13. Are you there? I want everyone to read just the part A. Everybody want to go? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Everyone want to go. Yes. 
go ahead. You see, he said, brethren, which means it's an encouragement that happened between church members. Brethren, I can't not myself to have apprehended. But this one thing I do, there is always something you must do to bring you to that place that God has always proposed for you. This one thing I do, forgetting, learn to forget what God has forgot. You know, when the brothers of Joseph threw him inside the pit, they thought that life is over for him. When he got to Potiphar's house, everybody thought that, oh, he has arrived. But suddenly, the enemy reared its head. Some of us would say, God, what kind of life is this? And from Potiphar's house, he was found in the prison. Do you know that the butler, the one that promised him that I will mention your case to Pharaoh, the Bible used the word, not forget, forgot. It is even more than past tense. Past, past tense. Forget is what? Present. Forgot is what? Then when you come to forgot, it is the combination between forget and forgot. There was no hope for him. So there are certain things you need to forget. Forget those things that don't matter. God is about taking you to greater heights and you are still busy talking about what they did to you in 1996. Are you okay? This is 2021. What's wrong with you? Like the angels are telling you, sir, look at the, look at the catalog for this year. You are still angry over last year. They are saying, sir, leave last year. Last year is gone. Let's talk about now. God is interested with your now. What is happening? You're saying, no, 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 no. Let us go back. That was the same thing the children of Israel were doing. They came and they saw the Red Sea. They forgot the God that demonstrated power and glory in Egypt. They forgot what God has done for them. They forgot how God turned water into blood. They forgot how God plagued Pharaoh and his people. They forgot how God killed the whole first sons and the first bones, even animals. They forgot those things. How soon we forget. How soon we forget. How quick you we are able to throw in the tower. Only the Red Sea they saw. They were frightened. They were afraid. And you know what they were saying? It is better for us to be a slave 
to be eating cucumber and onions. What kind of diet is that? Please, somebody help me. Cucumber and onions every day. No wonder Kwashoko is not far from them when they were in Egypt. They were Kwashokolized, bedused, and flagabasted with hunger. And because they saw the Red Sea, they were willing to go back to face the same lifestyle. My God, have mercy. Have mercy. They were willing to go back to face onions and cucumber. Who does that? Who does that? And glory be to God. God helped them through the Red Sea. And when they crossed the Red Sea, manna from heaven started falling. Well prepared jollof rice with chicken laps. Well arranged curry goats. Reorganized swallow and eguisi soup. Well prepared afang soup. Well prepared rice and beans. God was dishing out to them from heaven to let them know that they gave you cucumber and onions, but I will give you well-prepared food by angels. Your yesterday can never be better than your today. Never. Never. So you got to wake up strong. So you have to forget everything that is behind you. Forget your heart. Forget the offense. Forget everything. Just put them behind. Forget your days that you messed up. Those are gone and past. Look forward to what God has put before you. Forgetting those things that are behind and reaching forth onto those things which are before you. Rise up to your feet.